You're listening to another episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast with your host, the Main Event Player, the Super C himself, the God Among Gods, the King Among Kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth, and we begin the show right now. track mine welcome ladies and gentlemen to another great episode of the main event talk podcast i am the main event player the super c himself the god among gods the king among kings the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking god's green earth we got a tremendous episode to talk about we're getting ready for full gear happening this coming saturday night november 13th is the date and it's going to be all set and ready to go and the main event's looking to prepare for everything AEW and so much more. Plus, we're going to get into the Wrestling Observer as they're going to give their viewpoints of what's going to be happening at uh, this Saturday night's um, AEW's Full Gear. And also, to let you guys know, and, uh, and I think uh, you're about to hear this uh, for the first time, there is an episode of the Main Event Talk podcast that is released already. As Well, it's actually, it's not being released. As a matter of fact... It was done, it was recorded, and as a matter of fact, it's going to be released this coming Saturday morning. Uh, I believe it's going to be around 6 a.m. when the whole thing starts. Um, it's going to feature my predictions and my thoughts on all the matches that are going to take place at Full Gear. There's going to be certain matches that I have not mentioned yet. I may mention them, uh, I may mention them here on this episode, you know, just so we can... Uh, Sorry, just so we can catch up and everything, just to see what, uh, what's going on and everything. But anyways, we're going to talk about that and also some of the latest info going on in the world of professional wrestling. And there's been, um, you know, a lot of deals happening and some stuff. Uh, my biggest qu- Oh, and this is going to be the, the biggest topping on this episode. And the biggest question of this episode will be, because obviously we're going to bring up Survivor Series... Is AEW's Full Gear going to beat Survivor Series in November? Because when you think about this very closely, closely guys, this is the final, the final pay-per-view for AEW until 2022 rolls around, just like Survivor Series is going to be the final pay-per-view until 2022. And I know what everyone's thinking. <laughs> Where's WWE TLC? You're going to hear my comments on both AEW and everything else. AEW and WWE and everything else like that. We'll see how far this goes. Now, 
it's been a while since we've done this, and I know some people have been scratching their heads as to whether or not I was going to put in some music. Well, the main event is going to be doing that right now, and as a matter of fact, I wanted to go ahead and do this because this came out uh, just yesterday, as you're hearing this episode. Actually, this came out right around Wednesday, I think. This episode's being released on a Friday. It's a new song from Korn. Uh, they got a new album coming out. Um, they got a new album that's going to be coming out on, I think it's January or February, uh, the 2nd of 2022. And it's called uh, Relinquish or Requim. I think that's what it's called. I may have to look into that and everything else like that. But I had a chance to listen to this song from Korn, and it is extremely interesting to check out and everything. So if you guys have not heard this song, all you got to do is go over to YouTube and check out the song and check out the video that came out as well. Now, speaking of the song, let's get right into it. This is Korn doing a song called Start the Healing. Looking at a soul that's broken and 
That was Korn doing the song called Start the Healing. The official video was out just this past Wednesday. And uh, I had a chance to listen to the song. This is the third time I've heard this song. And it is pretty fucking impressive. I like it. Uh, huge fan of Korn. Dig their stuff and everything. Uh, I think the last time when they came over here to Corpus, I would have to say was probably... Boy, it's been a long time since they came over here to Corpus. I think the last time I think they came over was Slipknot at the American Bank Center back in, back in 2000. I think it was 15 or 16 and everything else like that. So, it's, you know, it's been a while since we've seen some corn. But anyways, uh, just to let everybody know, Corn's album, their new album, and as a matter of fact, I'm going through the Corn website right here where it says here... The song is in uh, the song that you just heard right now is called "Start the Healing." You can see the official video on YouTube. The new album that's coming out on February fourth, two thousand twenty-two. The album is entitled, I think it's called Requiem. I think that's correct. It's R E Q U I E M. So it's called Requiem. So it says here to pre-order and pre-save the new album from Corn coming out on February fourth, two thousand twenty-two. And I think you could also um, looking at through the website here. It says here you could check it out on uh, let's see Requiem at Walmart, Revolve, and on Target, of course, and everything else like that. Um, on uh, Spotify and all that other good stuff. Always, oh, matter of fact, you could actually, uh, and I'm checking all, all all the items that you see right here. Uh, limited edition Requiem T-shirt, uh, limited edition uh, CD box with T-shirt. Uh, also, uh, a cassette tape, believe it or not. You can actually get the cassette tape from Korn. I think it's just a single release, and of course, you can get several other items on the Korn website. So if you're a huge fan of Korn, get an opportunity to listen to them on Spotify, on YouTube, on Pandora, or whatever it is you find your favorite music. And later on today, I've got something else that I'm going to be playing for as well. And I thought I'd go ahead and, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've played any music over here. So I figured, fuck it, I'll go ahead and do it, and I want to go ahead and play the corn song. So if you guys enjoy it, get a chance to listen to the song, get a chance to listen to the video over on YouTube when you have an opportunity. Now, and, and let's go ahead and get this out of the way, uh, and I have not been able to do this, and I must apologize at this time to Richard's Billiards because I have not mentioned a name on my show, and I wanted to go ahead and say this episode is brought to you by Richard's Billiards, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes, the legend continues, and guys, I hope you've had a tremendous time over at Richard's Billiards from this past Wednesday because it seems that karaoke night is coming out the way it came out, and as a matter of fact... Several of my friends have been over at Richard's Billiards for karaoke night on Wednesday night. And as a matter of fact, one of them happens to be a, a good friend of mine who also knows uh, my, one of my cousins, who is also a friend of hers as well. Uh, her name is Angel. And as I like to call her, uh, A.J. Lee, because she looks exactly like A.J. Lee, almost like it. Well, not really like A.J. Lee now. When you look at A.J. Lee now, she still has the black hair and everything else like that. But Angel is just this... And, and let's call it like we see it. I'll call it. Everyone can call it. She's beautiful. She's hot. She's gorgeous. She's everything you could have in a woman and more. And, and, and despite the fact that she is, I think she's about the same age as I am, but there is no possible way. No way. I mean, she, she has to be at least in her 30s, at least in her 20s. That's just me talking. But anyways, big shout out to Angel. Uh, to Angel. And also big shout out to my cousin Armando, who's also uh, a friend of hers. My cousin Ma Armando knows her quite well. 
and everything. So I hope you guys had a great time over at Rich's Billiards, and I hope you guys have an opportunity to go over to karaoke night on Wednesday night starting at 10 p.m., ending at 2 a.m. at night. As always, you can go over there, you know, take advantage of their awesome drink specials, pick a song as much as you want to sing and everything else like that. Um, also, I think, oh, and besides, um, besides karaoke night, I believe, um, and as this episode's being released, and this is, boy, you, you know, and, and, and this kind of took me by surprise because as this episode's being released, there is another, um, there is a show, or there was a show that happened at Richard's Billiards, and it's basically, a, a you know, a, it's a rap, it's a rap concert, I'll, I'll call it like I see it, and I must apologize, because even though, despite the fact that I know that there was a show there, number one, I was notified about this just yesterday, well, I wasn't notified, but I just saw it on, on Richard's Billiards' Facebook page, and it came on, and this is one of these situations where, number one, I hope a lot of people know that that show was going to happen, and number two, uh, it, it's kind of, and, and with all due respect, and I'm, I, I'm, I like rap music, I do, and this was kind of promoted poorly because people were just knowing knowing about this right now as opposed to knowing about it a couple of weeks or a couple of days ahead of time and everything else like that. But that's fine. I mean, no apologies necessary, but you know, you know, I wish I would have found a way to go ahead. And uh, put uh, promote the show out so that way everybody can show up. But speaking of having everybody show up, next week over at Rich's Billiards, which will be the weekend of Survivor Series, which we're going to talk about in a moment, <clears throat> Emo Night is returning to Rich's Billiards, happening Saturday night, November 20th. Uh, I will, I'm going to do my best to try to make an attempt to head over there if I can. Uh, we're getting closer and closer over to Thanksgiving, so I know that a lot of fans, uh, a lot of people are going to be coming over to go visit their families and stuff. I know the main event's going to be, um, interested to see, number one, what family members are going to be, number two, what sort of, uh, family reunions am I going to be a part of, and <laughs> number three... Uh, hopefully when all this is done, I'll be able to head over to Richard's Billiards where I can go ahead and get myself fucking drunk off my fucking ass while I'm jamming out to the jukebox. But anyways, Emo Night is taking place on the weekend of Survivor Series. Survivor Series is happening on November 20th. Emo Night is taking place on Saturday night, November 20th. Get an opportunity to, uh, get there as early as you can. As a matter of fact, um... And I may need to look at this on my Facebook page. Uh, I think I will. Um, Emo Night is supposedly going to have... Uh, I think they're going to give away some free t-shirts for the first 10 people or something like that. I, I could be wrong, but I may need to look into that and stuff. But anyways, head over to Rich's Billiards live Saturday night. Emo Night over at Rich's Billiards. Uh, it's 18 and up or welcome with proper ID. Cover is $10. Show starts at 9 a.m. or 9 p.m., I'm sorry. And it ends around 2 a.m. in the morning. So it should be as epic as always. And I've been a part of several emo nights. And it seems like every time when I'm part of emo night, it gets better and better and better. And it keeps, you know, changing up. It's it's never always the same thing. It's sometimes different. It's sometimes it has a theme and everything. It's epic. Check it out. Live next Saturday, Richest Billiards, November 20th, emo night. 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues. 
your home for UFC, boxing, and also your home for all things metal, including Emo Night. Get an opportunity to check it out while you can. And as always, uh, well, not as always, but um, don't forget to check out Rich's Billiards Karaoke Night every Wednesday night starting at 10 p.m. and ends around 2 a.m. Come over with your PJs. Come over with your friends. Come over, have a sleepover of some kind. Uh, please don't sleep over at Richard's Billiards because, number one, Richard don't like people sleeping around his building. And, and number two, I will be extremely offended if anybody tries to sleep over at the bar because then I would have to ask Richard, can I spend the night at Richard's, please? Orale. Anyways, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues. All right. Now that we got the whole emo night and the whole Rich's Billiards and the whole karaoke thing out of the way, let's talk about Survivor Series. Speaking of what's going to happen in Survivor Series, there's going to be a lot of matches that are going to take place at Survivor Series. And now it leads me to the question here. Now let me, let me give you some of the matches that are going to happen there. Champion versus champion. The WWE champion Big E goes one-on-one -on -one against Roman Reigns, who is a universal champion alongside with his special counsel, Paul Heyman. Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion, will go one-on-one -on -one against Charlotte Flair, the SmackDown Women's Champion. The traditional five-on-five -five Survivor Series will start with the women right here. The women of Team Raw will consist of Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina to take on Team SmackDown, which consists of the team of Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, Natalia, and Aaliyah. Now, for the for the men's Survivor Series of five on five, and this was taking place, and somebody apparently must have been listening to my conversation because Team Raw consist of Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Rey Mysterio. Now, originally, it was supposed to be Dominic Mysterio. However, whoever was listening to my podcast, or whoever was listening to my comments, or whoever had this idea to replace Dominic, good job. Because, number one, we don't need it. We don't need him. And this is just me talking. And number two, I think Bobby Lashley is a better replacement because now Team Raw is almighty. And I'm digging that right there. So that's the members of Team Raw taking on the members of Team SmackDown, which consists of Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Sami Zayn, and Happy Corbin with Mad Cat Moss in his side. Now, Friday Night SmackDown is going to be taking place tonight. Somebody on Team SmackDown is going to be replaced. I see it coming. I know it's going to happen. I, my, my, my thing is I think they're going to replace King Woods. I think that's the idea. I see it coming. I would like it if they replace Happy Corbin, but oh well. This is just how it is. Now, obviously they haven't mentioned... Shinsuke Nakamura to go one-on-one -on -one against Damian Priest because that hasn't been announced yet because that's also a, a Raw versus SmackDown deal right there. Tag Team Champions, the Rated RK, or I'm sorry, RK Bro taking on the team of the Usos, which that hasn't been announced yet either, but no doubt that's going to probably be added to this matchup. And no doubt there's probably going to be like a kickoff show. It may be a three-hour, four-hour event. We'll see how it goes. Now, 
the reason why um, the reason why I added the question is full gear going to be better than Survivor Series is because let's look at this. We, we've got full gear, which we're going to talk about also on this episode here. Full gear is coming up this coming Saturday and they got a stack card. They got a stack card and they've got a lot they're going to be pulling off this coming Saturday night. Survivor Series, I'll be honest, I mean, I would be pumped up for Survivor Series if the opportunity presented itself differently, you know? And don't get me wrong, I like the WWE, but I really don't like how this is being presented right now because I think a lot of people, and I think most of you guys can agree upon this when I say, I think we're getting sick and tired of the whole of the whole thing involving um, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. I think it's over with and done. I, I think having this whole thing with with Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, I think it's overdone. I think the champions and all this stuff is overdone too. I don't think Full Gear, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think Survivor Series has enough to beat Full Gear. I really, really don't. Now the reason why the reason why I say that is like I said full gear is stacked and it's got several several individuals that are going to put on a good show. We got the AEW Championship matchup coming. We got the AEW Women's Championship. Tag team titles are on the line. Several new faces, several rivalries are going to take place. A real fight involving CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Everything is all set. And how is Survivor Series going to be able to beat AEW this time? This is not this is not um an attempt to say that Raw or, or I'm sorry WWE sucks, but it's starting to look that way, isn't it? Definitely is, and the way all this is being built up, I mean let's let's call it like we see it. The way all this is being built up is crazy, you know. Survivor Series was such an important event. I mean, WrestleMania has become a more important event than this one. It really has. And there's really there's really nothing to talk about as far as this goes. You know, I mean, Survivor Series, if I want to check out Survivor Series, if I want to see it for what it is, I think what should happen with Survivor Series, and I think what should happen, you know, all out is why don't we keep and this is just my thinking on it why don't we just keep it you know Survivor Series for Raw and then Survivor Series for Smackdown but not have them against each other or how about how about this how about this concept how about having the Universal Champion right the Universal Champion have Team Raw together or Team Smackdown together and have the WWE Champion form Team Smackdown together and have them build to go after them, and plus, you know, you know, get get something exciting going, something that's gonna get us to want to buy the pay per view. None of us want to buy the pay per view at all, you know. And it's it gets interesting to the point where I really feel sorry for Survivor Series. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen on November twenty first. I mean, obviously, all eyes are gonna be on. All eyes are going to be on Survivor Series, but a, a lot more eyes are going to be on AEW because 
We're going to see how far they go. We're going to see how far they're going to take their stars. We may see new champions. We may see new faces. We may see AEW. AEW is coming better and better and better than WWE. While WWE has been too busy releasing all these superstars, coming up with ridiculous matches that nobody cares about, and this is supposed to be the final, the final pay-per-view before we get to 2022. Survivor Series has become a joke. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm still a WWE fan. All right, well, I'm a pro wrestling fan in general. All right, a pro wrestling fan in general. But WWE is not doing anything right now. It's just not, it's not the same. It isn't. It's just become a huge fucking joke. Should we take it seriously? Should we be offended? What, what happens afterwards? I mean, look. All I can say to the WWE is, you need to fix your shit, and you need to fix your shit now. Because if you're going to end 2021 with Survivor Series with this kind of lineup and this kind of buildup and everything, how are you going to do in 2022? How are people going to be able to watch the Royal Rumble? How are people going to take WrestleMania seriously? What does the WWE have to do now? This show, everything about it, has become a joke. Everything else right now, for the first time, and I'm saying this because I can, I love the WWE, but if they don't fix their shit, there's a very good chance, a very good chance, WWE will end up in the same position as WCW was several years ago. All Elite Wrestling continues to reshape. I got the time and I ain't going anywhere. Reimagine and reignite the fire. One fan at a time. On Saturday, November 13th, the men and women of AEW will continue to break boundaries. One extraordinary match at a time. The Elite Era of Professional Wrestling has arrived. AEW's full gear about to happen this coming Saturday night. The main event is going to be looking forward to checking that out and everything else like that. Full gear is going to happen live this Saturday night. The main event, and just to let everybody know, there is an episode of the Main Event Talk podcast that is going to be released on Saturday, which will happen around 6 a.m. in the morning. So be ready for that, guys. It's going to take place right around 6 a.m. You know, listen to it on Spotify, listen to an Apple podcast or whatever it is you find your favorite podcast. Get an opportunity to see what is going to take place. Uh, hear my predictions and my thoughts on who I think is going to win at all uh, at full gear, who I think, um, you know, what, what will take place and everything in each of the matches. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how all this is going to turn out now because AEW World Championship is going to be great. Uh, the match between CM Punk and uh, Eddie Kingston is going to be great. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus um, Ty Conte is going to be a great match. A lot of people are going to be looking forward to seeing how all this is going to turn out. Now, before we go ahead and talk a little bit more about Full Gear, let's get into the Control Center with Tony Schiavone, who's going to give you guys 
Well, some of the matches, some of the matches are going to take place in full gear. Some of the matches that we may talk about afterwards. So here's Tony Schiavone from the Control Center talking about AEW's full gear happening this Saturday, live from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. What's up, everyone? I'm Tony Schiavone coming to you from the Full Gear Control Center as we are counting down the days to this Saturday when AEW's Full Gear pay-per-view event takes center stage. This event happens this Saturday night, November 13th, and live at the Target Center in Minneapolis. It's going to be the featured night in what is going to be an incredible week of AEW action. Let's get you caught up with the card for AEW's Full Gear this Saturday night, live from the Target Center and exclusively on pay-per-view. For the AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega will defend against his former partner and now number one contender, Hangman Adam Page. Hangman won the right to vie for the title with a win in the Casino Battle Royale ladder match recently on Dynamite, live on TNT. The AEW World Tag Team Championship will be decided as well. The champions, the Lucha Brothers, will defend against FTR. In a move rarely seen, the champions actually made a challenge to the challengers in this one. Ray Phoenix and Penta looking for payback after FTR and Tully Blanchard recently stole the AAA Tag Team Championships from the Lucha Brothers. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, will defend their AEW Women's Championship against the very talented and dangerous Ty Conti. This will be Britt Baker's stiffest challenge since he won the World Championship at Double or Nothing back on May 30th. And what is everyone talking, especially since their verbal confrontation this past Friday on Rampage on TNT, the best in the world, CM Punk, will meet the always volatile Eddie Kingston. The bad blood between Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle and American Top Team with Dan Lambert has reached a boiling point. And the two factions have signed to meet in a five-on-five, ten-man Minneapolis street fight. Who knows what will happen or where this one will end up. We will have the finals of the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament as the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, will face the incomparable Miro. This has the potential to be a match for the ages, with the winner getting the next AEW World Title shot. Emotions have been running high as of late between two of the top young stars in AEW, and this Saturday they will attempt to settle things once and for all. As MJF meets Darby Allin, Allin has faced numerous attacks by MJF in the pinnacle. What will happen? Who will get involved when these talented young men collide in the ring Saturday night? And in a Falls Count Anywhere match, the members of the Super Click, the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, will do battle with Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. All three, Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus, have been banged up as of late thanks to numerous attacks from the Super Click. Make sure to order Full Gear now on pay-per-view. We'll tell you how in just a moment. This Saturday... Now, we're going to talk about that in a moment, but there is uh, something else that was left out of this whole thing. So, um, because this um, this control center was actually released right around a couple of days ago on YouTube. So, I want to give you guys an update on what is about to take place on uh, Full Gear. Uh, they mentioned some of the matches here about the AEW World Championship. They also mentioned everything about the tag team titles, the women's championship, the number one contenders match, and everything else like that, the street fight, and so forth. Now, there are a couple of matches that have already been added. Now, the buy-in is going to take place right around, um, right before the actual pay-per-view happens itself. You can probably see the countdown show to take place on pay-per-view and everything else like that. and um, or, or you can see it on YouTube and everything. It's going to be a tag match featuring the women of AEW, Nyla Rose, and Jamie Hayter 
to take on Ikarushira and Thunder Rosa. Yes, not Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa. You gotta get that Mexican accent going out of the way. And also another matchup that's going to take place and is gonna have a lot of people talking. Pac going Pac and Cody Rhodes teaming up to take on the team of Andrade and Malachi Black. That's gonna also gonna take place over at full gear happening live this Saturday night on pay-per-view. Main event's going to be extremely interested to see how all this is going to go down. So it should be extremely interesting. And the main event's going to be looking forward to checking out that pay-per-view and everything. I'm going to be checking it out. And uh, I may possibly do a review right after the pay-per-view. I think we'll probably just uh, you know do that right after the pay-per-view is over. I think we'll do it the next day. Because knowing me, if I check out, if I check out the pay-per-view, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to check out the pay-per-view. I'm probably going to get drunk while I'm watching this pay-per-view. And then we're going to see how everything else goes down and everything. So we'll see how that shit goes. So <laughs> it should be interesting to check out and everything. So um, there is one thing I wanted to uh, bring up real quick. And I think, where is it? About, okay, right here. So let me get back with Shivani real quick here. If we can start it off right about. Happen on Dynamite, especially leading up to an AEW pay-per-view event. It's all coming up Wednesday night. Also this Friday, 10 o'clock Eastern on TNT, we'll be bringing you AEW Rampage. The event will also be telecast live from the Target Center. That's right, less than 24 hours before we take the air with full gear from the same arena in Minneapolis. The card for Friday's Rampage will be announced live Wednesday night on Dynamite. And immediately following AEW Rampage on TNT Friday night, watch AEW Countdown to Full Gear right on TNT as we break down one of the most anticipated pay-per-view events of the year. There you have it, fans. What an incredible week to be a fan of AEW. From the live Dynamite on TNT at 8 o'clock Wednesday in Indianapolis to the live Rampage on TNT, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, Friday night in Minneapolis, to the incredible lineup waiting for you Saturday night at Full Gear, live on pay-per-view. You cannot find a better week of pro wrestling action brought to you by All Elite Wrestling. Now, here's how you can join us Saturday night on pay-per-view. Available through your local cable or satellite provider, as you know. Full Gear will also be available in AMC, Regal Cinema, and Cinemark Theaters as well. Also, do what many do. Watch Full Gear on the Bleacher Report app in the U.S. on the Fight.tv app internationally. Plus, and listen to this, AEW is also partnered with Facebook Live in select countries. I'm Tony Schiavone from the Control Center. Thanks for being with us, and don't miss out on Full Gear. Well, the main event is definitely not going to miss out on Full Gear, but if I heard this correctly, uh, it's going to be on Facebook Live, obviously, and it's also going to be on Fight TV. It's also going to be on Pay-Per-View and all that other stuff. But if I'm hearing this correctly, it's going to be at AMC. Is that right? Now, we do have an AMC over here in Corpus Christi. Um... Boy, I hate to, <laughs> I hate to, I hate to look at. And this is, and this is something, this is something that is just way, way, way out of the ordinary here. Now, listen, it's one thing when you get it on pay per view. It's another when you get it on Bleacher Report or on, on you put it on your Fight TV and all that stuff. That's fine. 
But in the movie theaters, oh, come on now. I mean, look, look, if, if I wanted to go to the movies, all right, if I wanted to go to the movies to check out a wrestling pay-per-view, I'd be at my fucking house. You know why? Because I don't want to be surrounded by fucking morons. All right, well, let me, let me, oh, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let, let me apologize for saying that ridiculous comment. No, 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 on second thought, no, I'm not going to apologize for that. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, look. Let's call it like we see it. I'd rather watch AEW on pay-per-view at my own house or surrounded by several of my friends so that way we could check out the event ourselves and everything else like that. I mean, there's really there's really there's really no point in going to a theater just to check out AEW Rampage. Are you fucking serious? Are you out of your mind? Did you lose your mind? How many marbles did you come in when you walked into the fucking room? Well, anyways, we had a chance to listen to we had a chance to listen to Tony Schiavone give us the entire update on what's about to happen at Full Gear happening this Sunday or this Saturday night live on pay per view. Let's get into the Wrestling Observer. Let's li- hear their opinions and listen to their thoughts on what not only what happened on Dynamite from this past Wednesday night, but also what's going to take place at Full Gear. So you guys will get an opportunity to check, listen, and check out. How everything goes. So here is Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer with Mike Cibervini talking about full gear and talking about this past Wednesday night's Dynamite. Hope you guys had a chance to listen to this. The go-home show for AEW. And if you're a fan of wrestling, boy, have I got this show for you. There was so much good wrestling on this show. Brian Danielson beat Rocky Romero. Excellent pro wrestling match. Use the Tequila Sunrise finish. Great back and forth with submission attempts, arm bars, etc. Excellent match. We had a brawl with the Inner Circle and American Top Team where the heels laid him out. And uh, the heels have vowed that Chris Jericho will be pinned at the pay-per-view by Dan Lambert. And tonight they said he's going to submit him. And so Lambert puts him in what he describes as a Boston Crab from Pro Wrestling from Florida in 1975. And uh, the heels took Jericho's arm and made him tap. Jericho did not tap to this Boston Crab, I might add. They, uh, they made him tap, but it was a great, great heat angle for the show. Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, Anna Jay beat Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel. Too much Rebel in this match, especially when you had Jamie Hayter on the team. It was, it was not as bad, get ready for people to get mad, it was not as bad as the opener on NXT, but it was not good. But they kept it quick. Jungle Boy beat Anthony Bowens. Very, very good match. Anthony Bowens is great. Jungle Boy is great. Snare trap finish. And then Bobby Fish ran out. Bobby Fish has now been sent out by Adam Cole, of all people. To take out Jungle Boy, they will be wrestling on Rampage on Friday. We had Wardlow squashing Wheeler Yuta. Hey, listen, if you love squashes, it's hard to screw them up. Unless you're on NXT 2.0. They screwed up a squash match on that show. But anyway, 
It was a uh, squash match. And then the Hardy family office beat up uh, Orange Cassidy. So it is uh, it is Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy Friday in a Lumberjack match, a match originally scheduled for the pay-per-view. Now it's going to be on Rampage. Leo Rush and Dante Martin beat Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. This was a very, very good match. You had Dante and Lee Moriarty as the young guys just doing all this crazy high-flying, which looked awesome but not exactly polished. And then Leo Rush and Matt Seidel are polished. They got in there. Man, this was some good stuff here. And Dante hit the double springboard moonsault pin Moriarty. Very good match. Pac and Dax Harwood probably had the best match on the show. They had everything in this match. They had they had violence, physical violence. Dax's chest is bleeding everywhere. Pac hit him with a top rope high angle brain buster, which... I don't know if I want to see that mat, that move in every Pac match, because someone's going to get killed. And finally, at the end, Pac put him in the Brutalizer. And the moment he puts him in this hold, Dax furiously submits, because he doesn't want to get hurt prior to the match on Saturday night. And then the lights went out. Cash Wheeler, Malachi Black, Andrade all beat down Pac. Cody and the Lucha Brothers made the save. So we have a match for the pay-per-view. And then the main event was the Kenny Omega Hangman Page contract signing. I had people, a couple of blokes on Twitter, are you going to cry about this contract signing? Well, no, you moron. You don't complain about something that they rarely do. You complain when they do it every other week. This was a good contract signing, and it ended with the cameraman. Speaking of, uh, this was not actually uh, Survivor Series 97, but it was the build to Survivor Series 97 when they did the uh, gimmicked uh, camera operator to open the door for Hell in a Cell to lead to Undertaker and Shawn Michaels getting out, which actually made sense. And uh, they, the cameraman here ends up being Don Callis, and he waffles Hangman Page with the camera. Hangman's bleeding all over the place. Uh, Omega gets his blood and signs the contract. Total old-school, simple, contract-signing heat angle. I thought this show was great. Great go-home show. You know what's really? weird about it, too? One last thing, Mike. What's that? They had a go-home show a long time ago. I think it might have been one of the early go-home shows from one of their early pay-per-views. And it was like, no wrestling to speak of that was any good. It was all video packages, all angles. And you want to build up your pay-per-view with video packages and that sort of thing. But it didn't feel like a dynamite show because there was no good wrestling. Well, they learned their lesson. This was like a great go-home show. There were angles, video packages, and also, this was one of the best wrestling dynamites in a long, long time. Just a a great go-home show. I thought so, too, and they did all that without giving away a big match. You know, if you think about it, yeah, you started off with Brian Danielson against Rocky Romero, which for a lot of us... Yeah, that's a big deal for a variety of reasons, but bottom line is there was no super shiny thing on here. It was just solid segment after solid segment. Was everything perfect? Absolutely not, no. But, I mean, look how they kicked the thing off with Danielson and Romero. You got Romero and the best friends, you know, officially uh, all being uh, sucked into chaos by the decree of Kazuchika Okada. And obviously the best friends were 
Trent and Chuck were over there before as members of Chaos, but you know they melded those things together, and then you get this great Brian Danielson Rocky Romero match, which set the tone of the show, and I think it sets the tone of where we're at in wrestling right now. The six woman I thought was it was way too much Rebel, and I love Rebel for a lot of what she can do as far as being. You know, the comic relief for Britt Baker, and obviously she serves a lot of purposes for that company behind the scenes, but I would love to see somebody added to that package because Jamie Hayter is killing herself. Jamie Hayter takes more big bumps that I don't think people realize uh, until you see her out there actually working. I mean, she is working super hard, and I think they need another person there that gets Rebel out of the ring and allows somebody else to take some heat for Britt Baker, maybe can even team up with Jamie Hayter, you know, on a regular basis and be somebody else there to be a heater and to, to take away some of the heat from that group. Jungle Boy Anthony Bones, again, second week in a row, Anthony Bones has had a really good match. I don't know what's going on with Max Caster when he comes off the bench, but, you know, Bones on his own, it's kind of like Dante Martin where, you know, obviously the other partner, and in Martin's case, his brother is going to come back and you're going to see him back together. You know, you're starting to see, you know, where down the line, you know, Bones on his own, you know, could he's got a great look. He could be something. He obviously has got the, the talk. It's about getting the experience in the ring. And he's going to continue to do that there. Wheeler Yuta takes a great ass kicking. I am I hope he's full-time in AEW. I hope they continue to use him. He's great as a young guy. You saw his potential. You also saw him take some ass kickings in the last two weeks that have been very good, especially with a guy like Wardlow, who's green. Leo Rush and Dante Martin and Matt Seidel, Lee Moriarty, I thought was fantastic. Lee Moriarty's one of the best underrated guys in the world. He was a great pickup for them, and now you can see why. Him working with Dante Martin was Fabulous, and Mariotti's got a lot more experience than a lot of those guys do on the ground. You know, he, the Daniel Garcias, guys like that in AEW, it's great. And Leo Rush, I hope he's done retiring because we need Leo Rush every week doing something. He's a great promo. He's a great presence. You want to cheer for him. You want you, you can put you in a position where you want to kill him. And his team with Dante Martin, I think, is, is fantastic. And I think that's great. I think Seidel with a group of Moriarty and somebody else, I think that's going to be really cool, too. Maybe it's just it's Matt's brother. I don't know. But I, I like that idea a lot, too, because the idea of the Seidels and Lee Moriarty against 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, that makes me happy. Dax Harwood's one of the best. I don't know if he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. I'm going to say he is. He's part of the, I would argue, one of the best, if not the best tag team in the world. I'm really looking forward to, you know, Lucha Brothers, which, and FTR, hopefully they can get things gelled together. But Dax Harwood was amazing in this. Pac was amazing. These guys, or Pac was amazing. These guys, the, the brain busters, were amazing. The Avalanche Brainbuster that Dax Harwood or that Pac used, and then vice versa with Dax Harwood. I that match was so good. Dax Harwood is so damn good, and that's not to take away anything from Pac. But damn, we see Dax Harwood just time after time after time do the small things that are just excellent, and he can make anybody look good. Let alone when he got a guy with that type of level uh, in Pac. Omega and Page. I thought the contract signing was perfect. I thought it's what it needed to be. I thought Don Callis is a horrible human being. He is a scum of the earth. He is a pimple on the ass of professional wrestling. He is a huckster from Manitoba. That's just what he is. But 
He's incredibly great at what he does. I thought him, and like you mentioned, as soon as you saw the cameraman walk in front of the other cameraman in the ring, you knew something was up. But you're thinking, hey, that cameraman right there, he's got a goatee. What's going on there? And then you saw what happened. He lays out Hangman Page. They split him open, bust him open with the camera. Ha-ha, the big reveal. He pulls off the mustache. He pulls off the goatee. And there you go. They're signing Hangman Page's name in literal blood. And that was a, certainly a, a visual at the end. I'm sure some people will jump on that and they'll say they hated that. But I thought it was great. We got digs on on Ibushi or uh, about Kota Ibushi to Kenny Omega. So, I mean, there was a lot of stuff I thought accomplished last night. And some of the stuff that was not perfect was still really good. And we're not even, we haven't even brought up some of the video packages like Eddie Kingston and, and CM punk and they had to pull apart in the parking lot which led to a great visual of eddie kingston breaking away and trying to make his way across the parking lot in punk we had the mjf darby allen promo that i thought was very good so there was a lot of great stuff in the close to this show leading into this pay-per-view cm punk versus garcia fast moving neck breaker leg subhold on i got a pee he gets late. <laughs> this was 10 8 21. Clothesline. Pillman punches back and forth. How'd Pillman get in this match? I don't know. How What's happening? If you enjoy these videos, for just $7.99 per month, you can enjoy full-length editions of The Brian and Vinny Show, Wrestling Observer Live, Figure Four Daily with Tom Lawler and Lance Storm, The Mad Men Podcast, Speak Now Pro Wrestling with Denise Salcedo and more, plus hundreds of archived shows, all in beautiful HD. Don't miss out. Join us today. Just a little plug right there for the Wrestling Observer and everything else like that. I love listening to this show every chance I get. Kind of like the same thing with Jim Corden and everything else like that. But uh, I got to agree with uh, what they had to say about the uh, Go Home show that happened at Dynamite from this past Wednesday. Uh, really digged it. Uh, loved how it ended. Uh, the contract signing was uh, pretty good to check out and everything. I had this strange feeling that the, the cameraman, and, and I think it was Mike Supervini who said it, uh, when I saw the cameraman that came into the building, or that came into the ring, he looked very suspicious to me. And my first thought was, you know, and all, all I kept waiting for, all I kept waiting for over and over again was, where or oh, where is, uh, what you call it? Where or oh, where is um, Don Callis? Don Callis has not been seen nor heard from in a long, long time. So, We've been wondering, a lot of people have been wondering exactly, you know, where where was Don Callis? He's been away for about six weeks. Um, you know, he finally shows up, and then Kenny Omega goes ahead and, you know, signs his name and blood and everything, which I thought that was uh, pretty amazing to check out and everything. I digged it. I loved it. It was it was amazing. And this this does lead to the question now. I mean, is AEW... Is Full Gear going to beat Survivor Series? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Here's the thing. Survivor Series is going to be a great event, but it won't be as good as AEW. Now, this is not one of these things where I'm going to say, oh, well, a oh, well, Furman's going to be an AEW fan now. No, I was always a fan. The, the thing that I didn't like was 
the execution of these ridiculous superstars, they bring in these new guys that come in and change everything around for AEW, make things look more professional, look more like a pro wrestling show that fans can dig. Ever since the appearance of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, if you will, and Adam Cole and everything, they've pretty much changed AEW the way it's pictured now. And with the WWE releasing every superstar on the face of this planet, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I don't even know how much longer... I don't even know how much longer AEW or how much longer WWE is going to continue to do this. Because as you heard recently, and some of you guys have probably know about the story, WWE plans on releasing 10 more WWE superstars. It wouldn't surprise me if they release them before Christmas or maybe even after Thanksgiving. Who knows? All I know is I still like the WWE. And I know all of us still like the WWE, but it's growing from having 8 million people watching Monday Night Raw to going to almost a million, almost to a million viewers to watch either SmackDown or Raw. You, you know, at least SmackDown is doing a whole lot better than Monday Night Raw. Let's call it like we see it, okay? AEW right now is at the best that it is. AEW Dynamite is doing great, and AEW's full gear is going to be epic to check out, and a lot of people cannot wait for it. So, guys, get an opportunity to check out AEW Live as it happens this coming Saturday. Full gear is going to take place live Saturday night on pay-per-view. You know about the championship matches. You know about everything that's going to go down. Check it out live as it happens on pay-per-view. There will be an episode of the Main Event Talk podcast that we will talk about the full matches, my predictions, my thoughts, and who I think will win at AEW full gear live this Saturday on pay-per-view and don't forget this episode is sponsored by Rich's Billiards 5815 Weber not your average heroes the legend continues your home for Wednesday night karaoke not your home for boxing UFC all things sports and of course emo night returning to Rich's Billiards live November 20th Saturday night the weekend of Survivor Series check it out as you can follow the main event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at main event player you can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player the main event talk facebook page is officially closed we're not going to reopen until we do some redecorating or if we start a new page and everything else like that if you want a friend request me on facebook proceed at your own fucking risk that's all you have to know at this point in time right now and also guys as I stated before, Owen, oh, get a chance to check out Rampage as it happens this Friday night. Check out SmackDown as it happens this coming Friday night. And of course, AEW's full gear happening this Saturday night. The buy-in will take place about maybe 6 o'clock or 6.30. Actually, 6 o'clock to be exact. The full pay-per-view itself will take place around Saturday night. Uh, it'll take place this It'll take place on Saturday night. Uh, the the buy-in will take place at 6 o'clock. The full pay-per-view will happen on 7 o'clock. You can check it out at uh, not just on pay-per-view. You can also check it out on Facebook Live, Fight TV, uh, Bleacher Report. And for some odd reason, you can check it out over at the AMC Theaters. I, and I still say, why the fuck do you want to go ahead and go over to the movies and check out a wrestling pay-per-view? You can check it out at home. You don't have to go... I would rather go to the movies to watch movies. I don't want to go to the movies to check out wrestling. I'll just check that out in my house. 
As always, thank you for listening to this episode of the Maven Talk Podcast. I'll see you next time. Be ready to listen to my new episode happening this coming Saturday. AEW's full gear, my predictions, my thoughts, and everything else like that. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said before I leave. Here is Corey Taylor doing his version of Metallica's Holier Than Thou. I'll see you next time, guys.